0: So, Paul, what's your symbiote's name and what kind of voice does he or she talk to you in? It's going to have to be Knees
1: Up. Knees and he up. talks to me, yeah, as, as you might expect, he talks to me in a sort of. It's a Dick Van Dyke style Mary Poppins accent, but it's done <laughs> by a Cockney doing an impression of Dick Van Dyke doing an impression of a Cockney. <laughs> oh, what ex-awful. are we with them? What? <laughs> he wants the death of the world and can't be stopped. Oh, it's mostly because you can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> if you could just understand one word, in might. Oh, foiled. <laughs> Thanks to those pesky kids. Why, what's yours,
0: Paul? I think it's called Jif. And then we'll inexplicably change his name to Sif at some point <laughs> for that's marketing edgy. reasons. Yeah, yeah. It is edgy. You know, it's like Venom. You know, it's definitely going to fuck you up if you drink it. So. Hey, that's, that's pretty the cool. common thread there. there. And the voice. Oh, what, Paul? We're gonna... Yeah, it's Australian. If you're going to have a British <laughs> thing, I'll go for an Australian guy. <laughs> Let's eat the entire world. All right. I don't think we should, Sif. Uh, it's Jif at the moment.
1: <laughs> but I assure you quite soon, it's going to be different. <laughs> Try and keep up with that.
0: Public really aren't going for Jif. What the fuck was the motivating there? Motivating there? <laughs> Anyways, just public hate our product. They fucking hate our product. I reckon that we should change one letter of it. Oh, it worked for... worked for Sparburst. <laughs> and
1: Bristopher Nolan. <laughs>
0: Imagine my films from a man with a highly improbable name. I think I'll go a little something like Briss. The thing that nobody is appreciating about Bunkirk is that by not featuring anything of the war at all, we're actually saying much more about the war than anyone ever could or did before. That's Bunkirk in *In Binnemus Boon. At what point did you realise Christopher Nolan was having a complete mental shutdown? Well, you know the time when he started calling himself Bristopher Nolan? It was a long time before that. <laughs> The podcast that ain't gonna know what hit em. I'm Paul Salt Slash Sif I'm associated with Marvel <laughs> Honest <laughs> They said that email back
1: <laughs> So They said go for it But I, I, I did ask a lot of questions in that email And they only said go for it once And I didn't know <laughs> which one they meant Today we shall be
0: oozing all over Venom I'm Eddie Brock I'm a reporter I found something
1: Really bad and I have been.
0: Taken. Ruben Fleischer, the guy who made The Excellent Zombie Land a decade ago and has been disappointing audiences ever since, no. directs this! Very belated spin off from Spider Man 3.
1: Tell you what though, Toe Grace is looking fucking amazing. He's buff! Bloody hair! Method acting as a racist really worked out well for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which film did he method act as a uh, racist for?
1: No, he probably didn't method act in Black Klansman, but maybe he did. You don't. You that's don't know it. That. It was
0: in Black Klansman. He maybe definitely he did. did. He just thought, oh, bloody. <laughs> Which ate- is difficult. A lot of the crew, his <laughs> castmates, were black, so he had to do a different one. He method acted
1: whenever he was offset. It was poles. He couldn't stand. And you reckon they had to just ADR in the word blacks every single time he said <laughs> bloody <laughs> poles? Where on oh, oh, could yeah. I have any
0: of these blacks in this
1: neighbourhood? <laughs> to reiterate, that's a lot of it. these. <laughs> Blacks. Just in
0: case I'm not making myself clear, I really <laughs> hate the blacks.
1: <laughs> that one wasn't even that was Adam Driver. Couldn't find Toe for Grace. He'd gone so method that he wouldn't even hang out with himself.
0: <laughs> Found out he was part Polish and never saw him again. Now, the film has a tortured history stretching all the way back to nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, I love these. And has has involved filmmakers and screenwriters like David S. Goyard, Gary Ross. Mummy director Alex Kurtzman, and famed tent owner Josh Trang. <laughs> he expressed
1: severe interest in directing this film.
0: He wrecked the room they were holding them meeting <laughs> in, and then disappeared for several weeks. Finally, the film got greenlit in 2016, and Sony said that it would be a standalone film from the MCU and the Sony Spider-Verse, uh, that it would be the start of their own Marvel Universe, and specified, actually came out and specified, that Mummy director Alex Kurtzman would not be involved in the film. (laughs) Good move, I think. Uh, The movie had three authors. uh, One who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, one who wrote Kangaroo Jack, and Con Air. And one who wrote a lot of Fringe, but then also The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and The Dark Tower. So it's all fun and games
1: in Hollywood. Did he write the end of Fringe? Because that's like saying Oxford Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a minute. What's his name? Fringe Endman. Hi, I'm Fringe (laughs) Endman. (laughs) <laughs> i'm
0: here to lay the tarmac in your bathroom <laughs> why would i have
1: tarmac in my bathroom it's too late now fringe has got you <laughs> that's the fringing <laughs> you've been fringed <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh he wrote uh three episodes from season one. No, oh, that's good he episode. wrote three episodes of season one an episode of season two, and then two more episodes of season
1: one. <laughs> so He went back. He's a magical, <laughs> incredible man. He couldn't write anything from the later season because he went on to be the time-travelling existence as a singularity villain <laughs> from the finale. The reaction from critics could be described as venereal disease. Oh, that's
0: gross. Yeah, it is. It's a bad thing to describe it as. Uh, the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes reads... Venom's first standalone movie turns out to be a lot like the comic's character in all the wrong ways. It's chaotic, noisy, and in desperate need of a stronger attachment to Spider-Man. Fucking swish, Rotten Tomatoes! (laughs) What an insult. Nice. Still, they can't all be piffy, can they? Peter Travers at the Rolling Stone. (laughs) Uh, says in the first scene of Marvel's utterly unmarvelous Venom, <laughs> oh. and then after toweling himself off, he continues: An alien spaceship crashes and burns on Earth, leaving behind a slivering mass of defanged, digitalized slop. That's also a fair description of this sim- of this puddle of simplistic, sanitised PG thirteen drivel that Marvel has released instead of the scary, dark Night of the Soul thunderbolt that fans had the right to expect. Oh, right, right, they owed it to us.
1: Peter Travers knows a lot more about all this than I gave him credit for. <laughs> I thought he was just, just had a head for puns. Travers' whole life is a pun.
0: Yeah, it really is a Travestory. travesty. Travesty. <sighs> yes. Yeah, that'll do. Take that, Peter Travers. You're using your own <laughs> weapons against you. Kaboom. The public liked it quite a bit more. It has 6.8 on IMDb. Oh, and it was the seventh highest grossing film of 2018. Yeah. So, fantastic. Persuaded me, but not everyone else. Ufa Reezy. Oofa raisee mm-hmm. over on IMDb says in a review titled "Do Yourself a Favor: Ignore the Critics." Uh, okay. <laughs> says We just came out of the theater and I can honestly say, full stop. <laughs> okay, next sentence. <laughs> I liked it! Exclamation mark. It was funny and it paid homage to the Todd McFarlane bombastic Venomera of the nineties. Oh, Christ, don't remember my Venomera. Bombastic doesn't even begin to cover it. Chuckles 010 Oh, or zero one zero perhaps. Maybe it's binary. It could nice. be two. Oh, Chuckles too. says in his review. He does sound nice, doesn't he? I wonder what he's got to say. Don't listen to the critics, whom are desperately trying to remain relevant at a time where the opinion of the audience truly matters. Want to get me on board. (laughs) Let's give your review the respect it deserves, Chuckles. Uh, The movie is genuinely good. What it isn't is fantastic, however. Hmm. The intro of the movie was fine. Nothing spectacular, but certainly progressed the story into the right direction. Though it did linger on for a tad bit too long. Bit like that sentence. <laughs> Why not get another qualifier in there? Uh, the plot, while amusing, is definitely lacking and drops the ball, at least at a certain point, which I can't really dive into here due to spoilers. oh gosh thank god I'm not reading something by a professional critic imagine how awful that would be this certainly is the biggest problem with the movie the symbiote is awesome and I love the bonding with Tom Hardy's character which truly moved the movie forward I hate this stop it 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 moved the movie (laughs) stop it ignore the damn paid critics they are a dying breed (laughs) and should have been put out of their misery years ago I mean if you're offering (laughs) work something out
1: don't listen to the critics however there are some problems actually that I'd like to get into (laughs) Yeah, it's a good thing this isn't a
0: critical review. God forbid someone should shit all over really tiny parts of this, really inarticulately. Can't you. This movie deserves that at the very least. Yeah, well, you know what you fucking deserve, you piece of shit. About five minutes of my podcast. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your contribution. It's already getting a sequel, so what's the point of any of this? So, Paul, you loser of a symbiote. Yes, it's pretty good. Thanks. What's one thing about Venom that made you want to? Most likely eat someone
1: else. Oh, I liked the villain in this, played by Riz Ahmed. He had a lot of speeches, he did. And, um, oh, at the end, Tom Hardy, Venom, Tom Venom said, you talk too much. <laughs> I really like that they... <laughs> they noticed! that I didn't think they'd noticed. I can't wait to
0: hear all about it, Paul. Tell me what happens in Venom, starring Michelle Williams and Reed Scott, according to
1: Amazon Prime. <laughs> Great. Well... <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see those two. <laughs> finally after an intense fan clamoring fan clamoring
0: that that was fan hi clamoring i'm call. fan clamoring
1: hi there <laughs> my friend fringe endman let's go solve crimes <laughs> and we've already fucked of course you have. oh my fr- god <laughs> fringe and fan um <laughs> you don't want to know what our kids called <laughs> listeners at home right in uh so there is a a lovely huge earthscape from space Ooh. and probably the predator comes <laughs> crashing down to earth through it um it's great. It looks pretty much uh, shot for shot like the Predator at this stage. Just instead of a Predator, there's nothing. Excellent. This is around Malaysia. Yes. Malaysia. Some
0: fucking guy who's definitely an astronaut, not some guy named Chad, is crashing his uh, plane.
1: Copy that. Initiating re entry sequence. Hmm. Oh no! <laughs> <We're> Go <going> down! <laughs> oh yeah! All the way down. <laughs> Do you know what I meant? Mi- it cuts off just. <laughs> cuts off during the joke. Chad, Chad. Look, you, you heard the plot to Predator. There's, a- there's a crash. There's some, a- there's some alien thing roving around, and uh, it gets in a woman.
0: Yeah. Gets all
1: up in that woman,
0: and it's um. I've got to stop saying that. Um. It. Yeah. It. It. Inside's a yeah. woman who goes wandering off. Yeah. The woman wanders away from an ambulance she just crashed yeah. in a heavily policed area, and there were no questions asked of her at any stage. It's fine. And she manages to. Look, look get out, away. she's
1: a woman. She's doing. She's just doing yeah. a thing. Living her life. She walks to Hong Kong or something. And <laughs> On a broken she, leg. she murders a whole bunch of triads. And then she infects an old lady. They did
0: also get a whole bunch of other sy- uh, symbiotes out of the ship. It turns out that it wasn't just some weird thing that attached itself to the ship. But it was the purpose of the mission was to go get symbiotes for Riz Ahmed. Yeah. And he's got a whole bunch more. But one of them got away.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so cut to San Francisco, where Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock, mega journalist. (laughs) Fuck yeah. He's jumping around the town doing cool journalistic things, like riding on a bike. Yeah, he rides a bike to the truth. (laughs) All the way through the truth. Truth rider. Call him Evil Knievel, but for truth. Or he's getting married to Michelle Williams. They both ride the bike at times. (laughs) He's got his own show that's probably on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) He also has a real job. Yeah. Because he can't... Get a proper income from that <laughs> Unless he does it 24-7 And you know what that's like in this economy Yeah, journalism
0: <laughs> It's the future It's worth saying, sorry, that all of this is playing out to the um, iPod of a teenage boy
1: I'd one Alive, you don't want no problem Take you down, it ain't gonna be No problem, yeah <laughs> Fuck yeah it is <laughs> Comics Bill may was right, fuck us all <laughs> He, he works at a paper that's staffed by not what's-his-face from The Wire. You know the one I mean.
0: <laughs> he's got a sassy rapport as well with his yeah. um with the guardsman on the front. He parks his bike literally across the entrance and so nobody can <laughs> get out. his
1: face. Which he calls <laughs> <the
0: entrance. laughs> In his son. And he gets out. And he's like, you can't park your bike there. Hey, I'm Eddie Brock. I don't actually have anything that funny to say. Oh, you <laughs>
1: scamp. I'm not quite right for this role. Oh, uh, I'm going to get your bike towed. Oh, brilliant. He goes into his boss and he says, look. Yeah. Literally everyone has fired you at this stage. I don't know why we're still (laughs) holding on to you because it's really not working out for any of us. But look, you've got one chance, one final chance. We want you to go and and interview the most corrupt, um, (laughs) (laughs) high-profile figure in San Francisco who also hires your wife. Barry, I know
0: that you fuck every donut you've ever seen. (laughs) Nevertheless, I really believe that you are the man to interview the leading donut maker <laughs> in this entire city around a bunch of his donuts. And also, weirdly, his son is a donut.
1: <laughs> that you have fucked before. <laughs> yeah. and, and, he's, yeah. and he says, great, I can't wait to fuck that donut. <laughs> wait, what? Cut to next scene.
0: It's like we need an inoffensive, mild interview, and we think you're the man for the, dro- the job, truth rider. <laughs> it rides away
1: so he he does he, he truth rides out the building yeah. in, into the sky he did something before that though he had a bit of a snoop on his girlfriend's
0: computer, which is never okay. Oh, yeah. And he got some information he, he can use, to. I mean, I think he sat yeah. at the computer and says, hey, my girlfriend just got an email from the guy I'm planning on fucking it, um, tomorrow. <laughs> Let's find out if there's something that will help me do that. And it turns out, hey, Michelle Williams, please don't tell
1: anyone about how corrupt and evil we all are. I knew it, he says. <laughs> and then later he says to his boss, but he's corrupt, and not a guy from The Wire says, what's your source? And he goes, Oh forgets that's what that's what love is i want to know what love is it's that it's that actually and then it oh. comes to a finger just pushing down into a jam donut and um <laughs> fucking hell he he goes into e- evil corp and um he says yeah. hello it's me truth rider he says oh yeah go right
0: through there Riz Ahmed's just talking to some kids and Riz Ahmed's talking to a bunch of kids yeah. one of him's like um mr ahmed i have a question and yeah. everyone's like oh, shut up Fucking question, it? McPhee! Jesus! No, no, no! None of you silence her. None of you should silence her. Well, I was just wondering. Don't silence her because she has a question. Oh yeah, great! I just wanted to ask. Yeah, sh- people who ask questions—they're the future. They're the bloody future, yeah. and you need to respect that. I just wanted to know where the bathroom was. The future. Anyway, off I go. He says, <laughs>
1: "Someone else can Your listen ch- to this twat's question." Little girl, you're in charge. What? I just. Anyway, Truth Riders here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Ahmed um i what's your what's your favorite color? Oh it's blue. Great. What's your favorite shoe? It's mine. Great. <laughs> um what does that have to do with, with you being mega mega fucking corrupt? What? That's that's out of order. So how does how does that work, you know, exactly the life foundation thing?
0: How does it how does it uh, I don't know how does it go about say testing pharmaceuticals?
1: Eddie, we're talking about the rocket here. No,
0: I'm not. I'm not I'm talking about the allegations. I'm no. sorry, I don't... It says that your entire empire was built on dead bodies.
1: Eddie! It's true, right? It says that...
0: I didn't expect this of Truth Rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's like, so I hear that your clinical trials have uh, doubled life expectancy.
1: Yeah, well, well actually, it tripled their life expectancy.
0: Actually, it's tripled life expectancy. It's doubled life... duplicity? You put the emphasis on the wrong word there, didn't you, Iz? <laughs> I did. <laughs> what are you saying about me? What? <laughs> Oh, I
1: hate you, Truth Rider. Always with the hard questions.
0: <laughs> Why can't you emphasize anything? Well, anyway, I'm leaving. You're too confusing. Well, you're you' you're fucked anyway. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck your whole life. Uh, I can do that on my
1: own. And he does. I think you'll find it's emphasise. How's that for a truth ride? <laughs> oh, I hate you, non truth rider. No need to be pedantic or that, pedantric. That should be your villain name. Pedantic. What? It's a <laughs> fucking adjective, you idiot. Pedantic, pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna know what in their attic. Nice. <laughs> Hope we're gonna get a little bit frantic. <laughs> yeah, we could be Eminem In my attic You just say that one a bit A bit muffled No, I'll just come in from the back And just be like, yeah <laughs> My favourite Interpol album is Antics <laughs> Oh man, this is great This is really fantastic <laughs> Anyway, surprisingly Truth Rider's fired from his Yeah His non-Truth well, Rider guy job. from
0: Not The Wire Brings him in and says Look, this isn't the Wild Wild West You can't just go off half-cocked on a hunch Like you could in the Wild Wild West <laughs> Famously <laughs> Hey, I've got a hunch
1: <laughs>
0: I had a hunch I had to shoot those guys that was correct
1: I'm with him now forever so Tom, Tom Hardy goes oh, nightmare I've just been fired from my job for really making a tit of myself in this company that my fiance works for anyway, for doing a thing I was really instructed not to do yeah. anyway dear, dear fiance Michelle Williams um, other good actor in this film can we go off and go- get married now and She's like, do you remember that I said many times in the years that we've known each other that I work for this person yeah remember that time you stole
0: an email of mine and like leaked information that was privately sent to me
1: yes truth rider i
0: cannot tell a lie (laughs) you knew this when we got together i was the truth rider we met on the bike we met on the bike i was on the bike you got on the bike it was a it was a real meet cute
1: yeah that was my bike actually truth rider and you took that for yourself now you've made that your own
0: all bikes are truth riders all right look i'm leaving you forever oh you know until you've redeemed yourself, which will yes. probably come back.
1: Yeah, it makes you sad, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Michelle? Um oh, she'll be fine. This'll be fine. <laughs> One last thing before we six months later,
0: and that's uh, Riz Ahmed is talking to scientist lady who's quite familiar, yeah. and um, it's like, hey, the symbiotes, they enjoy living inside these rabbits, but they always kill the rabbit. Well, that's a shame. Uh, yeah. I guess we should begin human trials. I don't think Wait, we should. Kill your ki- I'll kill your kids. <laughs> oh. All right. Great. Let's begin human trials.
1: Good work, everyone. I'll kill you, kids. Bye. <laughs> gonna do it anyway. You can never be too <laughs> safe. So... <laughs> yeah. Literally never. Who knows what's gonna happen? Uh, Tom Hardy is then, surprisingly, judging by how he responded to being dumped on the spot, he's distraught yeah. and his life's a mess. Uh <laughs> he's, oh, and he's kooky. He's so kooky and funny. Oh, just just—he's <laughs> just a down and out. He meets Melora Walters as a he's homeless. That's great. He he goes into a an off uh, convenience store. The lovely old Chinese lady um, behind the desk immediately starts to yell at him because he d- isn't meditating. Which is—that's <laughs> how
0: meditating works. Look, I don't know if you saw the most recent speech of the Dalai Lama to the UN. And he did say, meditate, you pricks. <laughs> well, <What>? yeah, <laughs> fucking on. playing at? I love the fact that Dalai Lama was reincarnated this time as an East End bloke. If you don't reach transcendence <laughs> in three weeks of
1: meditating, I'll fucking kneecap you. I love this. Tibet's so spiritual. <laughs> so- no wonder China wants it so much. He's in the convenience store that gets another Asian gang gang type rough customer comes in and uh, yeah. holds her up at gunpoint and says, pay me protection or something you know what gangs are like <laughs> it's hard to keep up all the all the rackets they've got going at any one time give me your lunch money and he hides behind the the one of the gondolas one of the aisles because it's these are just a of <laughs> gondolas that they've got in there <laughs> yeah that's, he that's hides a, behind a rickshaw that is a retail name leave me alone that's a retail name for a for a like portable shelf thing leave it alone Sort of have got it's okay. all I like no Paul
0: um, I just like the idea that this Chinese shop had a whole bunch of just Chinese stuff in there he hid behind a pagoda the, ju- the biggest statue of um, the Buddha that was ever constructed was just yeah. there so he got in that
1: I think that's in Japan actually anyway whatever so whatever yeah. it's Asia
0: yeah I'm cares? a Hollywood
1: filmmaker We're and a s- truth rider. <laughs> and the truth right now is that I'm I'm scared of Asian gang members holding up old Chinese ladies as we all would be anyway yeah this is all crap because eventually because there's a quite a lot of setup at this stage it's about 40 minutes into the film at this stage oh yeah
0: we're still going he's... But hold on there's a few other things, have, things oh. i've got set up he's got a neighbor he doesn't like who he also doesn't stand oh, up to no and instead way. does some very bizarre acting <laughs> oh that
1: makes me so angry i could just flex <laughs> <laughs> i was in bronson you know truth truth fact fact rider <laughs> they call me also <laughs> Um, and Riz Ahmed is continuing to experiment
0: on humans and giving well. them lengthy speeches about how they should be so proud of who they are and what they're going to be sacrificing. No and it's one like, gives a fuck. I'm already in your test chamber. Yeah. Like, I can't leave. That's about to be established in a minute. <laughs> you can just do the thing. You're doing this for yourself, Riz
1: Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to die in the symbiote situation. <laughs> in peace. And he does. Um, oh, never mind. S- scoop up his remains and we'll fuck the symbiote into someone else. And they do, several times. And, yeah, um, until finally scientist
0: McLady yeah. decides, you know what, I signed up for curing cancer. We've now killed 17 homeless men. I'm beginning to have some qualms. <laughs> okay, you kids. Oh, that is a good point. Even so. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to go to the police because you're just too powerful so
1: yeah. I guess I'll just go get the truth rider oh no <laughs> my truth she badly tracked him down in, in the shop that he always goes <laughs> yeah. to um, the only shop he goes to yeah and she says come on he's paying or well, he's getting homeless people in and getting them to sign contracts which is their kryptonite basically <laughs> and and then he's pumping them full of goo from the thing from the end of inside and what are you going to do about it he said nothing oh everything actually truth rider <laughs> to the labs look I'm not going to take on Riz Ahmed he's too powerful the last time I confronted him I lost my my job
0: and my girlfriend. I mean, you had you had quite a bit to do without yourself, mate. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many strings for his arm had to pull <laughs> to get Michelle Williams to leave you and not the Wire guy to fire you. You're a bit of a dick.
1: Well, nevertheless, he's to blame for all of my problems and I'm going to go get him. Yeah, I'm going to get so him back yeah. finally. So he does... Well, he doesn't get him back. He goes... Back to the labs uh, to investigate. And he, he finds Melora Walters from Magnolia. Mm. A lifetime of cocaine abuse and dating John C. Riley's character from Magnolia has finally taken its toll. <laughs> and she... Finally. She's trapped. <laughs> we all knew it was going to happen, but she lasted longer than most. And he, <laughs> he, he finds her and thinks, oh, I'm, I'm going to free her. She seems literally rabid and she's screaming and banging on the windows. This seems fine in, yeah. a, in a very high surveillance situation. And she attacks him when he breaks the window. Uh, against all odds. <laughs> and he she spews the inky blackness that was invading yeah. her. All, and now it's all up in a all up in a hardy. What are you gonna do about that? <laughs> now Truth Rider's a venom rider. God. He's chased out by guards and he escapes incredibly unimaginably impossibly and perfectly and he's fine with this he yeah. doesn't seem to he's like oh that's just normal eddie brock i think i think i, <laughs> yeah. I think i normally hide up 100 foot trees <laughs> i think mean, this is literally just everything about me yeah. that we've established so far god you're acting so inconsistent
0: and bad <laughs> as opposed to before
1: so yeah he's going through some interesting changes at this time in his life
0: going through changes <laughs> what song he goes and scares the shit out of metal guy yeah At last. And he has some thugs break into his apartment. Yeah. Oh, at this point, we've left out the whole subplot about Michelle Williams dating some goober. Some totally not (laughs) fucking. Some total Chandler. Tom Hardy. Some definitely not Truth Rider. (laughs) He's a
1: bloody doctor.
0: Yeah, he's a really caring and uh, considerate doctor who wants to help Eddie.
1: Because. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Right thing to do. And loves Michelle Williams. So he does an MRI, which makes him freak out and yeah. run away. Venom has started talking to Tom Hardy. What the hell are you? I am Venom.
0: And you are mine. Think of yourself as my wife. You are a loser,
1: Eddie.
0: Are you going to uh, eat anybody else? Most
1: likely. Or at this stage, we yeah. don't know, because he just hears a voice in his head. Who, who could it be? Probably Topher Grace. Um, it does sound like <laughs> Topher just got Grace, mad. doesn't it? hello oh yeah we're going to have a load of
0: fun what was it like working on that 70s show it was a very good chemistry on set (laughs) anyway yeah Riz Ahmed at this stage confronts uh Dr. Lady yeah saying look I get it okay I get your concerns killing dozens of homeless people it's not for everyone
1: heck I know I get it
0: I'm Riz Ahmed hey look we all know it wasn't exactly in the job description Oh, boy. I know
1: I'm one but... to kind of play outside of the box on this, but... <laughs> killer. Killer, yeah. killer. After she gets
0: the name out of her, like Eddie Brock, it's like, Oh, Eddie Brock, okay. Yeah. I bet he's in the phone book. Let's go kill him.
1: Isn't he Truth Rider? Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's get him. Whatever. I'll, well, let's get Truth Rider as well anyway, just in case. There's a big car chase going through, not believably, San Francisco. And, um, <laughs> yeah, there's some cool shit going down. He's flipping around, and Venom is um, way, way better at dealing with just about everything in life. Including relationships and Tom Hardy. (laughs) It doesn't last, it can't last forever though.
0: You need to communicate better. (laughs) You are my diamond in the rough. (laughs) Um, I spent my whole life learning how to love you.
1: Oh. um. (laughs) gun. So he's captured, or no, he's not captured. They're about to capture him because they ram into him with with a car and they knacker his body all up into a mango. Oh yeah. And Venom fixes him and then he fucks off. Yeah.
0: He breaks into the reporter's office eventually, and leaves the phone on the editor's desk. Yeah. Leaves the phone there, comes out again, and the police are all there! And Venom's like, oh, well, let's eat all of them. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that, I'm Tom Hardy. And it's like, I do. <laughs> Alright, we'll do we'll do your thing this time. <laughs> but next time, we do my thing of not killing anyone. So he eats them all.
1: Look, we're gonna have to set some boundaries soon. Police are generally not <laughs> the people that you should be doing that <laughs> to. Homeless people? Sure! <laughs> Metal heads, yes. Police, no. But... Look, we've got a big, wacky, crazy relationship to hash out here. Yeah. So let's just save this for the sequel. <laughs> he goes back to the doctors because he's been given some terrible news. That yeah. There's something in his body that's destroying his body.
0: Oh, that's why he's acting so erratic And Tom Hardy. Oh, no way. Yeah. Remember about two hours ago, we said that some chick got covered in venom and then wandered off. She shows oh, up yeah. to the lab that contains all of the other venoms. So... You know, Could have just easily gotten out of one of the containers But no, it had this long-ass journey Which involved also a little girl And Hmm. then she goes
1: into Riz Ahmed Ahmed.
0: She's like, okay, who here is giving The most eccentric performance? Oh, it's you, okay, I'll go inside of you (laughs) Nick Cage was in the next lab, like, sorry, I'm late for work And oh, oh,
1: it's too late Could have done so much with a symbiote (laughs) Could have been been Ghost Rider as well I was the the original Truth (laughs) Rider My truth was my flaming head my truth was ghosts. <laughs> I lived my truth. <laughs> Riz Ahmed is now riot, and uh, I forget his voice. It's just Riz Ahmed, but with a sort of—he's doing it's, a really it's, offensive it's... Mexican accent, actually. And um, he should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> Enough of that. I, I can't prove that, but we know it's true. <laughs> Riz Ahmed's voice is already fairly good, so
0: it's just a sort of really puny kind of. Um, I am riot. <laughs> I'm here to start a fire. It'll consume the whole world. Fight for your right to party. <laughs> get that rocket in the sky. I'm going up. So he's he's going to get a rocket to space so that he can... Go and get all the bring symbiotes. Bring all the symbiotes back. Yeah. But Venom's decided... Actually, back where I'm from, I'm just a little bit of loser. Like you. If- <laughs> like you, shitty, shitty
1: truth rider. I wonder if he was voiced by Tim... He should have been voiced by Tim Curry. Tim Curry could have played I both I thought you were going to say Tim Allen then. I thought that's not going to work. You're a maniac. I hate you now. <laughs> But before before this, lovely lovely doctor, I fucking hate his guts, who loves Michelle Williams. He, he flips on the MRI. No, Michelle Williams flips on the MRI when Tom Hardy tries to kill yeah. this son of a bitch, and then it, it sucks the venom out. But luckily, Tom Hardy's captured by the goons again. <laughs> the and, boyfriend uh, taken was, out to a forest.
0: At the point when Michelle Williams turned on the MRI, the boyfriend was still being supportive. He was trying to lubricate himself
1: so he could be eaten easier, because he didn't want to. <laughs> he
0: didn't want to scratch up Venom's throat as he on his way down
1: so you know <laughs> oh he's too nice though Paul oh, he's, he's too f- nice oh he's so he? nice even if you wouldn't want to take a take a mile initially it gives you it gives you an inch and then it gives you another one what are you going to do Two inches. You know, take him. You know, him. <laughs> He's taken to the um the, the woods in defiance to be executed.
0: Yep. And um, What if Paltrow but...
1: gets into the Iron Man suit and comes and saves everyone
0: and then gives the Iron That's Man good. suit back to Edie Brock?
1: It's fantastic. And then they can finally, after that lovely diversion, they can go and have the showdown that we've all been waiting for, Tom Hardy V yeah. Riz Ahmed, the Titans, aka <laughs> And, um, yeah, that happens, and then Tom yeah. Hardy wins. He wins, and on his way
0: out of the spaceship,
1: on his way out, on his way home, um,
0: he's falling through the sky, and Venom forms a parachute, which then gets burnt up, and Tom yeah. Hardy's like, Venom, no! Which is faintly <laughs> amazing. We had Psycho so killer, no!
1: <laughs> Goodbye, Tim.
0: It's Tom, actually. <laughs> I mean,
1: Tom. <laughs> uh, we'll get to this in the sequel. That's what I said! What did you hear?
0: You need to think we're not as close as I thought we were. (laughs) That's not true. I know that you like walks on the beach. No, that was—we've been over this. That was your last host. That was Topher Grace. Racist. (laughs) It meant more with you. We we never went walking. We (laughs) totally went walking. No, we never did. That was you
1: and Topher Grace. Well,
0: well, we should. (laughs) You really, really should. I think you'd
1: like it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Michelle Williams then goes, "Who are you talking to, Tom Hardy?" Because oh, yeah, in the next, it's the next scene already. <laughs> she interrupts the previous scene. Yeah. Any anyway, what what about your boyfriend? Oh yeah, no, he's great. He's great. He's lovely actually. Perfect, you could say. Yeah. 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 Really, but, you know, really stable presence, someone I can really rely on. Oh, but I do like Truth Rider. <laughs> I like how he's truthful
0: <laughs> and writes. Except when he lies to me and violates my privacy. He did apologize earlier, I think. To which she replied, "Shut up." It was very moving. He yeah, he apologizes because because uh, Venom told him to. Oh
1: yeah, Venom's gonna make him a better man. Oh. And then win wow. her back! Hooray!
0: Let's can we just eat part of her? No, <laughs> I've I've been watching closely. She doesn't use her left hand much. Okay, <laughs> barely at all. You scat. <laughs> Fifty percent. 85 percent. I really feel like taking rid of her hand might make her personality stronger. <laughs> She'd have like this thing to overcome. Everyone would be like, "Oh look, it's that <laughs> awesome chick with just the one hand." She must really have to overcome quite a lot of
1: obstacles in the workplace. <laughs> As a lawyer. Ooh, that's
0: gonna be a lot of like condescending attitudes towards it, don't you think? No, I think it'd be really inspirational. It's not her job to be inspirational. anyway. Credits <laughs> and, and I don't know what hit him. Yeah, then there's a scene in prison with Woody Howelson. As Carrot Top. <laughs> And yeah, he looks quite intimidating until he has to speak and read lines from the script that was written for this movie.
1: (laughs) As soon as he, as soon as he turned to face the camera, uh, comedic highlight of the film for me.
0: (laughs) I liked it. I thought, ooh, great. That looks looks cool. Then the next thing that happens after some more credits is that Peter Parker goes to, sorry, Miles Morales is struggling to keep up with this weird biker um, person and ends up going to the grave of Peter Parker to apologise for being unable to live up to his legacy. But then, weirdly, Peter Parker shows up behind Miles. Morales. It's a whole other Peter Parker, a bit of a disheveled fat looking one. Aww. The police show up and he has to this all fucking happens. The police shows up and he webs a nearby subway train by mistake and he can't let go and he gets dragged through traffic and cleaning through a snowman. It's very funny. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't know what, also yeah, I feel like it's going to have trouble integrating into the Venom universe, this particular seen this particular post credit sequence because it's a good film <laughs> just so long as we can all agree that venom exists in the same universe as peter porker it's
1: fine they said go for it it was that email that i said that i asked like 25 questions but it's, i'm pretty <laughs> sure it was to that one and the other one got a good feeling about this <laughs> so that was venom gonna get him gonna get him, get him Starring Michelle Williams. So, Paul, what do you you think of the Venom? Now, look. There's an aesthetic that I have been picking up on with some of these films that Uh I would like to call the Sony aesthetic. (laughs) Okay. It means that I don't believe that these are set in real places. Yeah. And I don't feel any of the characters. And I don't. Yeah, that's definitely true. I just don't buy into any of it. There's just something so bland about the aesthetic of these movies.
0: My big problems with it are twofold. One, a really unimaginative and under-creative, is that a word, Um, uh, script. Yeah. Just a really, it's lacking in the wit that you need to make a movie like this. Mm. Eddie Brock is meant to be this lovable scamp, and he has this fun dynamic with Venom, but he, d- he never has anything clever or funny to say. Yeah. And their, their back and forth is usually... I mean, there's a lot you can do there with the idea that he's got this unimaginable Lovecraftian horror living inside of his head who mm. always wants to do terrible things.
1: It's it's amazing they
0: don't manage to make... Oh, they're so rarely managed to make a joke out of it.
1: I, I laughed a few times, but it was all in the last 10 minutes. And it was never outrageous laughter. It was just... Mm. It was like almost pleasant surprise that I was finding some yeah. of this movie funny. And it was like they yeah. they wrote this entire movie and finally began to get into the stride of having a little buddy movie going on inside Tom Hardy's head. Yeah, And there was some back and forth there that, that were approaching yeah. comedy. But they just... Rather than go back and then say, hey, we could maybe just have another pass over the original script that we wrote, because it's probably not actually as good as this last bit. Yeah. They just didn't.
0: I just didn't. uh, Because in that last bit, you've got interactions like him walking around town. It's just him saying stuff like, um, oh, who's that man with his dog? Oh, it looks tasty. And it's like, no, you can't eat dogs. Oh, okay. Hey, you should feed me soon. Yeah. I want to eat someone. And it's like, oh, I don't want you to eat anyone. Okay. well, you should because your pancreas is beginning to look a bit tasty to me.
1: Oh, I'm all evil and such. And I just, I got nothing. Really, I actually enjoyed that bit. There was just some something amusing about him trying to be diplomatic and, mm. and trying to share that share Tom Hardy's head with him. And even if I wasn't laughing, I think I would have just enjoyed that because it was way more believable than 95% of the movie. Mm. Tom Hardy really wasn't helping himself. No. He was a, just a total flatline and really not made for this character. Felt really unnatural for him.
0: I read two things about that. One saying that he was a big Venom fan th- and then another saying that his kid liked it so he took the role yeah, for his of it, kid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and his kid had to tell him how to play it which yeah that might be how i <sighs> instruct someone how to play a role if i were asked when i was in my cobra days
1: 90 percent of the film it really didn't look like tom hardy gave a shit yeah is the problem considering the things we've seen tom hardy and i will say i could understand what he was saying in this movie so that was oh nice. yeah that was pleasant <laughs> Oh, yeah, words.
0: That's his voice. I think he was just really let down by the script. Like, the bit where he first shows up, he's got to communicate to the audience that he's a scamp. Mm. And he's going to charm his way past the security guard who wants him to move his bike. Yeah. What is that interaction? It's like, hey, anything's possible. And it's like, how's your daughter? Oh, she got into MIT. See? That's what I mean. Yeah. What do you mean? Anything's possible. And the guy then goes, oh... You. Bloody Tom Hardy. Yeah. You legend. And it's just like nothing happened in that interaction. There was nothing cheeky or fun or... I mean, it's like you say, I didn't hate it. I wasn't there sat, irritated or bored. No. Although one thing that did irritate me was the other thing that I disliked about this, which is the direction. Right. And Specifically, the pacing is really bad. It just moves mm. through the scenes with no... I mean, some of this is ostensibly meant to be horror. And mm. a horror is all about anticipation. mm that opening sequence with the whole ambulance takeover thing is just so sort of snap 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 yeah. that there's no time to let anything build or any apprehension or worry set in and as a result i just found it really ineffective the the first time we see tom hardy it's meant to be a thing where michelle williams is g- gradually somewhat tentatively reaching towards a pillow that she then whips back and unveils him yeah. but it's literally shot establish the shot hand pillow there gone yeah. tom hardy it's like a second yeah. And it's just nothing, and it's like that all the way through the film. There's no time spent just lingering and allowing a scene to
1: play out. It was it was just just really underwhelming and, and a total missed opportunity. Yeah, and, and like I said, this is this is this thing. I had the same feeling watching the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Is I didn't care any at all about any of the characters and it was just completely by the numbers and too long it was was too long i
0: liked how long it took i guess to set up everything and to build up the elements yeah i agree i I think if this film is going to be and apparently a lot of people have taken it to be a a film about the relationship between venom and eddie yeah i'd love to have known more about either of them it's amazing how much time we spend with tom hardy before actually learning anything about who he is we get the impression he's nice because he like gives money to homeless people when he he doesn't have much himself and
1: yeah but
0: is he shy he, he, he sometimes that's kind of
1: shy or is he the kind of maverick type it's very confusing but then right down to how his youtube channel or whatever is presented yeah ev- everything is so lackluster and lifeless it feels like it was yeah. written and directed by people who had never seen a youtube channel i don't know down to the way that he you know he's riding about on his bike and then there's in the montage he's just walking to camera holding a notepad and pen talking yeah. really lazily about some, about <laughs> corruption. You don't wind up at the bottom of a landfill due to natural causes, so it seems that the city doesn't care
0: about these people any more than the killer does. Nothing
1: was real. There it was wasn't nothing... dynamic
0: or exciting. Yeah. Like, oh, I get no. why this guy's popular. Now it's time for a new segment on The One Good Thing. Who what? would like this movie? Aw. Let's, let's have a bit of a jingle
1: there. This one. Who would like this movie? Oh, wait, how about this one? Oh, wait, no, that's the same one. Okay, we'll just do that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's fine. Let's think about, because this film was very popular. Yeah. It did really well. Mm. So let's just think for a moment, because, you know, we want to be inclusive here. We don't want to just shit on things
1: do we why would
0: someone i think too too much <laughs> inclusivity
1: as far as i'm concerned
0: i think so everyone who does who doesn't agree with us could i mean you should have left a long time ago it's not for you we're gonna spend the rest of this episode just doing shitty impressions of you now
1: this is actually going to be a really sarcastic segment and uh, i don't know <laughs> if you're going to pick up on this but who would like this movie Twat? stinky
0: butt men would like it <laughs> my gran if she were dead <laughs> if she were dead And an idiot. So who are the people? Because a lot of people showed up to this.
1: Like if you're a a comic book fan, I I think there's Hmm. just about enough comic book lore in there to keep things interesting. Yeah, sure. If you're a Venom fan, stays relatively faithful. Even for me, you know, I love comic book movies and I love Uh the stories. And I think that if you really do like that stuff, then that's going to appeal. You're going to yeah. want to f- see how this is represented on film. Sorry to bring it back to criticism for a moment,
0: but there was a moment when I was watching him taking out the SWAT team. Yeah. I'm just watching this. That's all I'm doing. I'm watching this happen. Mm. And I'm not feeling anything, it's just, it's just happening, and I understand what's happening, it's all, it's quite clear, I can see the moments. What separates this from something I'd be cheering at, or like, thrilled by? And why aren't I doing that, and am I meant to be, and why wouldn't the director do it in such a way that I was? Hmm. And are some people, are
1: some people watching Venom, taking out that SWAT team, and just thinking, this is fucking great, this is the best? I mean, s- some people must be, right? I mean, it was... We'll get onto this in the quickfire, but I quite liked the action scenes like that. I thought they were they were pretty inventive. Um, They make good use of Venom. And I think that if you're into it and, you know, you maybe care a bit more about the characters, or if, you know, that doesn't bother you. How does it make good use of Venom? What, what sort of stuff does he do? I'm trying to think. When somebody comes around the corner to shoot Tom Hardy, Venom is already reaching over to the wall to yank him back without Tom Hardy knowing. Mm. There's just loads of really cool moments where Venom is one step ahead of Tom Hardy. Mm. Tom Hardy has no idea what's going on, and... He's yeah. already coming up with some ingenious way of getting getting past these guys. It's cool. I, I enjoyed that.
0: In terms of how he gets people, though, it is largely him picking up people or doing his long stretchy arm thing and punching them. Right? Yeah, but yes, of course. I can't but, think of him. But within the yeah, sphere, yeah, yeah. coming up with, like a fun use.
1: <laughs> but within the sphere right. of grabbing people with tentacles, for me, it managed to make it feel like it wasn't just the same tentacle grab over and over again. Okay, yeah. well,
0: that's good. I, I think if people are less bothered by pacing. Or, you know, off putting pacing, just go to see like a story get told in a really practical way. Yeah. And nuts and bolts, really, in its approach. I'm surprised people find it funny, but their sense of humour is such a subjective yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess if people are looking for a fairly unchallenging, conventional, conventionally laid-out superhero film, mm. then I guess I, I guess this would, you know, offer something a little different from the MCU. Yeah, for sure. Um, because,
1: you know, a couple people die. Um, not as many as I was hoping for. <laughs>
0: well, it's handled... You know, the thing is, it's handled with a flippancy where it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, people die in Iron Man 3. Tony Stark properly shoots some folks. Yeah. But if you handle it quite... In a way that doesn't have much weight... Then it doesn't really matter. It doesn't make your film darker. Yeah. It just makes it a little
1: sillier. And and I think if you're into those things, that some of my favorite films, there are always people going, "Oh yeah, but there's there's this minor plot hole here." Film destroyed. <laughs> and I think if you if yeah. you are really into a film, then plot holes don't matter. Tiny little n- like niggles or flaws don't matter because you know you buy into it. Mm. You're not looking sure. at the strings, are you?
0: So I guess overall, our criticism of the movie would be that it's just not a terribly thing, easy thing to buy into. Yeah. But we can see how. You know should some people go with the premise of what this is doing and feel like this is a bit of a Deadpool style situation Mm. they might find it fairly exciting yeah okay I guess that's who would like this movie
1: Mm. Mm. all right Paul let's quick quick fire Flipped ambulance at the beginning looked pretty good. I don't know if that was pneumatics, but um, oh. that was a, a good chunky, flippy ambulance. <laughs> good stuff. The one time this felt
0: list had a shot of San Francisco because it felt like New York for the most part, I think. Mm. But the one it was a sta- an establishing shot of San Francisco with the bridge yeah. and the city back there, and that looked great.
1: Cool. But we don't see it again. No. That's <laughs> that's how it that's how it is. There, you can only fly into San Francisco once, they say, and, until you fly back again. <laughs> but that's the twist. It's <laughs> how they get you. Spiritual thing. Dalit armor. It's all over that. <laughs> well, you can fly back into it, you fucking muppet! So spiritual.
0: <laughs> or San Francisco, City of Angels, that's the other one. <laughs> oh, you like... God, he's,
1: so, he's so smart. I like Penn and Teller. He's so kind of informed. Yeah. Look, I, I I liked Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams' first scene in, in bed where there's, he throws a pillow at her or something and she's like, here, let, let me help you with that and then she just boofs him in the face with it and it's such a <laughs> with a pillow with a soft pillow and there's something really cute about that moment between them it's like the only fucking believable thing um, except for uh-huh. maybe like one or two interactions at the end I like that kiss that was passionate what when he's Venom when, when like the Venom passes from her to him ah uh, um, well a lot of people say that that's actually Brock kissing Venom <gasps> there's no character
0: okay okay yeah in spite of how shouty the, the lady is about meditating <clears throat> I do like the
1: you look like shit you're the life shit like, I like the repeats
0: yeah it's quite fun <laughs> yeah true just like old people
1: when the paramedic in Malaysia or Hong Kong or wherever it was uh, wherever she'd walked to at that stage transfers that's how the Dalai Lama says it <laughs> Malaysia on the Dalai Lama <laughs> oh what now text me yeah <laughs> when the paramedic is transferring her venom thing her symbiote to the old lady yeah. in Hong Kong uh-huh. as soon as it goes into this old lady she straightens slightly mm. And it was just a, just a really cool communication of that transfer. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm less old and shit now. Brilliant. That's how you know. I'm also dead inside. That's how you know there's a venom yeah. in there. Okay,
0: when he's on the phone desperately trying to find work, um, one of the things mm. he just quickly says into the phone is, um, I'll call you back. Okay, I won't. Thank you. Bye.
1: That was quite funny. That was, that was, yeah, that that was good. I liked when he was talking to the barman. Mm. The barman. Barman. I'm barman. He says, do you ever feel like your life is like one giant monumental screw up? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, the test homeless man's death. He's not a test homeless man. He was a homeless man who was a test. Um, his death was pretty gross in a PG-13 yeah. way.
1: Yeah, no, there was some really good body horror contortion going on <laughs> when he died. It was yeah. um, Springboard to Suspiria. I enjoyed him hiding from the gunman when he came in to hold up the oh, nice yeah. old rude Chinese lady. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a guy with a gun in there and, you know, he's not a superhero <laughs> just yet. He's just some bloke. That's some and fucking guy. Just, Truth Rider. Yeah, he's just crouching behind the shelves waiting for him to go yeah. with a with a bit of a look on his face oh
0: yeah i liked there was a funny michelle williams line she had mm. where um he's like um oh the the boyfriend is like yeah he used to take down really important people and she was like yeah i was one of them yeah oh that's quite cool when the scientist is trying to bluff yeah um <laughs> trying to, being in the lab so late mm. uh the security guard is like um hey what are you doing here and she's like well you know what they say Science never sleeps. Yeah. And I really like the long pause there where it's implied she was just flipping through idioms trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out something to say yeah. there. One in a science. You know what they say. Two in the geography. Two in the geography.
1: Crazy scientist. Ooh, off you go. Hate you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I liked the, um, there's this scene when he seems for a long, the longest time like he's mumbling to himself in the store and it turns out that it's directed at the scientist who's been following him. Badly. Oh yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I quite like Tom Hardy's scream after
1: he sees his own venom eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the bathroom mirror. <laughs> cool. Oh, that was fun. I liked his eyes when there was a close-up on his face and him cramming bin chicken into it. <laughs> Giving a bit of a bin chicken. Yeah, which I should state for Australian listeners is a uh, chicken that he's gotten out of a bin, not a bin chicken, which is a nickname for the ibis. <laughs> Although he would eat an ibis if he if he could. Such is yeah. the nature of venom. He's a beast. I fucking hate those things.
0: Everyone here. There's actually political parties based around how much they suck.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was
0: it. Um, So Tom Hardy, he's busted into a restaurant. He's disheveled. He's bad looking. He's gone into a tank full of lobsters and is eating one of the lobsters um, live. And the doctor guy just comes over and is like, Hey, Eddie. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I enjoyed
1: him very, very much. Look, can we talk about the score? Um, which yeah! Which is by Ludwig Göransson. Fuck yeah, Black Panther hero. Yeah, it was a fantastic score. Um, the, the Venom theme was great. Um, um, I, I especially, <laughs> the, the standout, when I first took notice of it, and then had to go back and look into it and go, fuck it, Ludwig Göransson. Was um was <laughs> a little bit Collinson. Yeah, a bit of Ludwig. It was Eyes, Lungs, Pancreas was the chi- the trap oh, that right. really stood out. <laughs> Such a great, moody soundtrack. Oh, I quite like the line, pile of bodies, pile of heads.
0: It's such a weird thing. It's such an odd thing for him to say is what got me. It wasn't a boring, like, stereotypical line. Yeah. It was an odd thing to say, is pile of body, pile of heads. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Cool. I like the way that Riz Ahmed was nice to a kid. Oh. That was rubbish and nice. Later on, when the kid who's got the venom in her uh, wanders into his lab, and he's like, I want you to finally, Brock, kill him and bring the symbiote back here. Well, hey, sweetie, are you lost? Oh. I like female venom. That was quite cool. When Michelle Williams has the venom. Yeah. And she's like a weirdly kind of curvaceous venom. It was odd, but I liked it.
1: Mm. I liked it when... Who is he, s- he saying it to? Basically when Tom Hardy finally accepts mm. Venom. Or is he saying to the police? He's like, we can do this the easy way if you just leave me alone. And they, that's it, they go to shoot him. And he goes, Matt! Stop It's just a really cool embracing Venom <laughs> moment. The Venom line, he's got shit you've never seen. Oh, that's quite good. When Michelle Williams comes in as, yeah, as the Venom, she also bites some goon's head off. And as she, as she sticks the venom back into Tom Hardy, she goes, oh no, I just bit that guy's head off. And Tom Hardy's reply of, yeah, I've been there. It's not nice. Just, I, I don't know. I just like these little rubbish human moments. There's something really unnatural about it
0: to me. Maybe it's Maybe it's Tom mm. Hardy's voice or something or his performance, but just something really inauthentic mm. struck me about him saying stuff like that. It's odd. Oh. I enjoyed how pleasantly hideous the squishy fight was at the end when, I don't know what's happening, I think maybe the rock, the sound of the rocket, so, no, Michelle Williams is playing that thing, so the symbiotes are getting weaker. And they're like hmm. punching each other whilst the Venoms are like flying off and doing these weird globby things. and Yeah, yeah they're sort of squishing into each other and it was nice and kind of gross. <laughs> it was like an Akira-style situation, briefly.
1: Ugh. When Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed briefly don't have their venoms in them, Tom Hardy does a Superman punch on Riz Ahmed, and Superman punches are always awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stanley's in there, and I didn't know Stanley was yeah. going to be in there. I didn't know if he'd be yeah. in this one, so that was nice.
1: Yeah, that's actually my last good thing. I wasn't expecting any more Stanleys, and it was just nice to know. Yeah, that that's it. There are some hidden ones. Yeah, there's
0: some that we haven't seen. I mean, I haven't seen more rats, so you could always go back. Ah, okay, and yeah. Just get a bit more Stanley, and yeah, I like the Eminem song. That was fun. Yeah, Yeah, the Eminem song song
1: was fucking rad. I really (laughs) liked it. But yeah, I listened to the Eminem one several times today yeah i had a
0: listen a couple of times as well yeah. I, I just really like the chorus the really weird sort of it's like they recognized okay venom is a really awkward thing for us to rap <laughs> yeah so let's just make a whole chorus out
1: of us doing And awkwardly pronounce it <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i like eminem's flow and he's usually pretty inventive and entertaining and <laughs> well,
0: some of the rhymes are very interesting <laughs>
1: like a let like your allen get should have been dead a long time ago with
0: Tylenol, gelatin, stink, my skeleton's melting. Wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant. Manua, hell, I make mean a lure. Screw it to hell with it. All right, Paul. Did
1: we get anything from the OGT? We got a few things from the OGT! team. We got a few things from the OG team. <laughs> from the OG team. Um, <laughs> Aussie nerds at Aussie nerds said the gay love story between Eddie and the alien and the advertising in China. No, I like it. I, I like the fact we're
0: so desperate for representation in mainstream stuff that we feel that Venom and Eddie Brock
1: is the best shot here of a mainstream gay couple. They could have had a fever dream where they're fucking each other. <laughs> Symbiotically. I mean, it is a male-on-male kiss. That's, you, don't, you don't get those very well. What did this film played in China? It does turn into a male-female kiss, though. Uh, yeah, it's like Nightmare so, on Street 2. Everyone, it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fuck me. Cinema Recall said, mm-hmm. God damn it, that is tough. Oh, oh, I got it. Melora Walters is the homeless woman that Eddie Brock is friends with. She was the only believable performance in that feature. I like Melora I like Walters. I Cinema Bushido, your boss. Oh, no. Um, great choice. Oh, yes, I can't, uh, I can't you say. wait. We'll have, a, we'll have a laugh at this one, eh, April. Me and you. I agree I'm with there. it. I- I agree with it, whatever it is. Uh, he said the office building escape, okay. which I don't actually remember. It, it, it's that bit where he's fighting the SWAT team. Oh, oh yeah, Again, I liked him fighting the SWAT team. That was fun. Well, there you go. 50% okay. of the pause well, there we go. I agree. <laughs> I should be in Scream Mayhem. I won't. I haven't got time, but I should. <laughs> you should make time, John. <laughs> hey, thanks, OG team.
0: Whoa. Thanks, OG team. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, let's do the one better
0: thing. The one better thing.
1: Well, my one better thing, we talked about this just a couple of weeks back in our 2018 episode, but it has to be Upgrade, directed by Leigh Wannell, yeah. who plays Specs in the Insidious series and uh, also directed <laughs> Chapter 3, yep. as well as coming to fame, no doubt, as Adam from Saw. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's about a technophobe who loses his wife to thugs and the use of his body in the process, and her old employer, which is a sort of Riz style tech science advancement type crew, uh, fits him with an upgrade, refining his body, survival skills and performance in every way. The question is, who's controlling whom? it's just a way better learning process with the new powers in, in Venom this is basically non-existent yeah. from the moment he gets the powers he's just okay with it he only seems upset when he hears the voice in his head Yeah. way better explores man's relationship with technology and Logan Marshall Green even looks a bit like Tom Hardy and is referred sometimes as um, the poor man's Tom Hardy a little unfairly <laughs> so Logan Marshall Green is better suited to the role and bring something quite comedically human to the concept of being fitted out as an unstoppable killing machine that you can't control. When he's finding he can fight and is successfully fending off armed thugs he looks terrified and like thoroughly disgusted at the damage that he's causing. Mm. And it's really quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah. It's really fun throughout except for when his wife dies and he's paralysed. And for me... (laughs) like venom, the end. like i said venom only really managed this marginally for a few minutes in the in the film yeah. it's just really consistent great fun um kind of unique experience good stuff yeah mm. it's a really fun film and a really interesting one as well yes okay
0: my one better thing is a little movie from 1990 directed by sam raimi pre-spider-man starring liam neeson pre-hate crime allegations it's dark man yeah. yeah it's a really this is a horror superhero movie. this is how you do this it, it's it's a very strange story about liam Neeson who is developing a kind of liquid skin, but some shady underworld type wants it Aww. and so he um and and so they burn down his lab mm. and he is left horribly horribly disfigured. The prosthetics on his disfigurement are really quite something. <laughs> Might have been 1990, but some of the body effects on this thing are fucking terrifying. Yeah, he's now a no skin man, but he's got all this liquid skin, and it allows him to look like anyone. So, yeah, he that's what he does, is he goes about getting revenge whilst disguising himself as literally anyone. And also tries to romanticize his ex, played by... Francis McDormand! The first thing to say about it is it's just so much fun, all the way through. It's really funny to see him kind of... It's very over the top. It's a story about a guy kind of losing himself, but it's always very cartoonish. Liam Neeson's obviously having a terrific time in this. (laughs) Yeah. And it's got all the Sam Raimi directorial quirks, the weird sort of graphic. I mean, a lot of people said this is the first thing to really capture what what comic books, you know, look like. Hmm. And it does have that tone to it. It's effortlessly funny, really (laughs) stylish and just a joy to watch. And it's really interesting to note that he made this. Because he couldn't get the rights to the shadow or Batman. Whoa. So well, Fuck you everyone. So he made up his own superhero, Alan Moore yeah. style. <laughs> That's how you do. Yeah. Make a dark man.
1: Come on, everyone, let's make a dark man.
0: With <laughs> down to the dark man we go. Yeah. It's loads of fun. Give it a watch. I feel like this is what Venom could have benefited from being like. Maybe less ridiculous, but tonally. Oh, and it just looks gorgeous. The cinematography and is so interesting. It's yeah, really quite something. Right. Duck man. That was the one better thing. The one better thing.
1: Thank you for listening to One Good Thing. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Paul's just thrown off his headphones in disgust. He's <laughs> gone. So now, now he's this? gone. We can share our dirty limericks. <laughs> there was a young man. Name's from Eddie Brock. Nesbians. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rest I wonder where this is going. Writes itself. Yeah, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, we put out the call for the OG team. So if you want to tweet your good things about the next film, you just got to check us out there. You can find the podcast on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all good podcatchers. And um, yeah. certain ham sandwiches. We've hidden golden tickets. You just got to oh. find them, listeners.
0: Does mine have a ham sandwich in it?
1: No. Does mine? <laughs>
0: Maybe. <laughs> Do I have a ham sandwich in me? At times, yes. <laughs> that is a correct statement. Most, of, some of the time. Even a non-ham sandwiched man is right twice a day.
1: Yeah. In London, you're never more than um, six <laughs> hours from your last ham sandwich. <laughs> they put it into you when you sleep. <laughs> I hate this place. I hate the city. Thanks, David Cameron. <laughs> He's never really gone. <laughs> Not- of course, Theresa May has always been against it and has insisted on cutting ham supplies to. Uh, for our emergency services
0: but (laughs) to be fair it's probably not a bad idea
1: (laughs) look you've got to stop pumping ham into
0: people in ambulances
1: oh typical tory no it's not because of that though he just she just doesn't want him to to enjoy the delicious salty gristle that goes into every (laughs) bit of ham that we eat in england (laughs) love it love that gristle Um, it's how you know you're alive (laughs) <laughs> For now. <laughs> we are also uh, proud members of the Allot of Green network. If you go to allotofgreen.com.au, you will find us, along with many other ripper, an Australian word, Australian podcast. What the fuck does that mean? Thanks, guys. I don't know what that means. I don't fucking know. Something to do with titties. Something, probably.
0: Get out. Get off this call. I'm Paul Sold. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing about Venom is that in many ways, 90s never really went